Welcome please to the JBG podcast where these G's are gonna spread their seeds of knowledge about the league. It's flourishing with ease. These funny catchers seem to be well read, esteemed and honest. Like the man himself, Jeff Van Gundy. They are high IQ, so cerebral and funny. So if you're on the bus, just border on the dunny. Listen to the JBG NBA Tribute Show. I move away from the mic to breathe. Uh, good afternoon, everyone, or good morning to some, some others of you to episode 73 of the uh, JBG NBA Tribute Show. It's actually episode 74, and perhaps uh, perhaps my little gaffe there may give you an idea of uh, the energy of this episode. Yeah, we um we you will know this by uh by the time you're listening in the time it's published how long this episode's going to go for, but. When Marco came in, I said, I'm feeling a short one. And Marco said, me too. <laughs> we've had, you know, we've, we've had a long week. It's Tuesday and we've had a long week, I would, I would say. <laughs> also, we, had, we gave you two hours last week. Oh, man. It's time for a short one. Absolutely, 100%. You, so, guys, you guys deserve it. Now, I think the funniest part would be if this wasn't a short episode by the end of it. I don't want it. <laughs> and we'd said all of this. I don't, want a, I don't want a funniest part. I don't want a funniest part this week, but... Thanks for listening. That was episode 74 of the JVG NBA. Uh, yeah, so this week we're going to talk about various point guards around the league for various different things. Oh, yeah. That's actually a great point. Um, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> That's one. Um, and, uh, well, maybe we should start with DeMarcus Cousins, meaning DeMarcus Cousins the third. You want to start with that? Yeah, so this YouTuber I started watching maybe two months ago. He came into my... Um, my algorithm, and you know, rarely, seldom do I do I click on on a new suggestion in my algorithm. <laughs> but I clicked on this guy Jadeon, and he always um, introduces himself as Demarcus Cousins whenever anyone asks him what his name is. Like you know, if he's like, because he, he just goes around causing a ruckus, and like sometimes the cops will stop me like, hey, what's your name? We've got Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, he's he's like a prank YouTuber for yeah. context, right? Yeah, yeah, and like that doesn't sound funny at all. No, no. But he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. He met DeMarcus Cousins, and that's the first piece of news this week. <laughs> well, I feel like we can elaborate a little bit more. What, yeah. he, he, he got a custom-made custom uh, DeMarcus Cousins of the third yeah. Milwaukee Bucks jersey. Yeah. Um, he got all tatted up with uh, Boogie's classic tats. He went and sat in the front row of the Rockets game and just fucking... Man, I've never seen someone cause a ruckus more than this guy. <laughs> and not break character, not get embarrassed once. Like, I'm in my bedroom watching this video, yeah. cringing. Like, yeah, yeah. at what this guy's doing. Like, Dion, sit down. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah. no, he, does, he doesn't care at all. The only time he, I think he, like, made a concession was when security was like, yeah, no, you need to go, like, sign stuff for your fans now. Yeah. Because they're, you know, they're just... They're causing a ruckus. They're causing a ruckus up the back. You're causing a ruckus up the front. Yeah. Which honestly is very gracious of him. Uh, <laughs> and uh, dealt with it. Man, the, the Houston crowd was really funny. Like yeah. there, was, there was those guys um, drinking dirty Sprite to his left. And then there's like <laughs> yeah. the two worst white people you've ever met to his right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Utah. Sorry. Does Houston border Utah? <laughs> No, no, it doesn't. Well, so it's in Texas. They certainly act context. like it. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I know the geography, man. <laughs> um, yeah, couple of couple of racist fans in Utah. Definitely. Uh, in, well, yeah, in Utah, but also in Houston. What What did he say? Um, the quote. Oh yeah, Jadiel was like, "I'm not gonna lie, guys. <laughs> Those fans are low-key, high-key racist." <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But the creme de la creme was you got to meet Boogie yep. after the game. And got a photo with him. Boogie even posted it. Um, Boogie posted the photo. Yeah. Fuck. Man, he was so gracious. He looked like he'd done that like a hundred times and had been so happy to do it every single time. Yeah. You know. De- the <laughs> the, Marcus the Cousins the Marcus first. Cousins, yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Judeon goes to get him <laughs> to sign his jersey. He's like, hey, can you sign this for me? And then the security guard's like, ah, oh, no, you can't do any of that. And then Boogie's like, Come on, man, don't take your job so seriously. <laughs> and then signed it. Legend. Yeah. I know we throw this term around a lot, but goaded. <laughs> <laughs> also, DeMarcus Cousins, as a name, is unbelievable. <laughs> and that's the last note on that. Um, yeah. Uh, couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, well, should we move on to our first piece of actual news? Um, do you want to pick a number between one and four, and then I'll tell you which one it is? 30. Well, Steph Curry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steph Curry finally beat Ray Allen's uh, 2,973 career three-pointers yep. uh, after going through a slump as soon as the fact that the record was needed to be broken came up. Mm. Um, yeah, what was what's what's your take on Steph being confirmed now the greatest three-point shooter of all time with like six years of his career left? <laughs> <laughs> two, there are two things I've taken away from this the most. The first thing is how many narratives there were surrounding him breaking the record the week leading up to the day he broke it and how NBA fans need to look at this as a very good illustration of why they need to just chill out (laughs) because like a week before he broke it, it was like he was 15 behind and it was like, you know, he could kill two birds with one stone right now and that would be so stiff and then he didn't break it and then it was like, oh wait, actually no, there's this other made up narrative I just made up and then it's like, they kept trying and kept trying and kept trying and failed and then... He had two to make going into Madison Square Garden, and then people were like, "Oh, he knew it. He knew what he was doing." <laughs> Shut up! No, he was still shooting twelve threes a night, <laughs> and like I don't know. I think Steph Curry intends to hit every single three pointer he takes. He's, yeah. like, he's not saving a couple of them for the garden. It seems like that. <laughs> um, but the biggest thing for me is the games played. Mm. Seven hundred ninety-one games played versus Ray Allen's thirteen hundred, and Reggie Miller's thirteen eighty-nine. It's it's. It's let's call it half. It's half the games. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um and I mean, like, look, if you look at his if you look at his stats for the first I think like the first three years of his career, he was only shooting four a game. The next three years he was only shooting seven, eight a game. And then now he's jumped up to that like eleven, twelve, thirteen territory. Yeah. Well, okay, then he's going to double the record. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you reckon he gets to five K? It's completely likely i think it's in it's in it's on the cards yeah i you know we see those guys in that generation just before him like lebron and chris paul still i mean okay dominating maybe not but still in the league like putting up solid numbers yeah steph gets steph's game feels like it has a lot more longevity um and fucking hell you know I feel like we say all the time that there is some 12 year old out there who's gonna beat (laughs) steph's three-point record by the time they're 25 on like 60% shooting, like, you know, taking 20 a night or something. I actually don't, I actually don't think so. Mm. I actually think this is going to stand like for so long. And I don't think, I don't think there is a player like Steph who's going to come around again because you look at like all the young players, like obviously everyone needs to be able to shoot a three-pointer these days, right? Mm. But you look at like the young guards in the league at the moment, like, you know, your Trey Youngs, your Luka Doncic's, your Ja Morant's. Like, none of them are above 40% three-point shooters. And none of them are really making it their game like Steph yeah. has. Like, it's 
obviously like Trey's deep three is a huge part of his game uh, obviously Luca being able to score from wherever is a huge threat it's changed like how um, teams defend Jar this season as well like the fact that he can you know hit those pull up threes a little bit better but fuck none of them none of them are leaning into it as much as Steph has mm. uh which is just so interesting because Steph is just as good as all those uh, all the other offensive parts of his game, and he just yeah. he just decided to become the best three point shooter of yeah. all time. And obviously, it's fucking paid dividends. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I genuinely don't think there is some twelve year old who is going to beat Steph's record. Maybe in like I don't know. Maybe in fifteen years, when the league looks completely different, there will be players who are dropping you know three hundred, three hundred and fifty every <coughs> season with regularity. Yeah. But I don't think it's just around the corner. Yeah, I, I think it, I think yeah, that's that might be a fair point that it's not just around the corner. But I think that there's going to be I think in 20 years time he won't be the leader. Yeah. But he'll be um like 10 percentage points ahead of the next player. Mm. Because Trey, who's one of who's one of the two basketball references I actually already had up. Mm. <laughs> Same average actually. 9.5 <laughs> three-point attempts in his second season. Yeah. Um so the volume is just going to be there for all yeah. these players that can't yeah. shoot and Chuck said it best. He doesn't get mad that players shoot threes. He gets mad that players who can't shoot threes shoot threes. Mm. But if everyone's doing it, man, they're going to go in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it, he's kind of broken in the sense that he is unguardable, but then he's also broken other teams in the, th- in the uh, sense that they feel like they can replicate what he can do. And they can't. And no one ever has. And he's getting better and better and better. Um, looking at his numbers... Uh, to um, highlight the inverse of the three-pointers he takes now, the two-pointers he doesn't take now. Yeah, yeah. So he averages 27 points this season. In his third season, he averaged 14 points, and he averaged more two-pointers made per game that mm. season. Mm. <laughs> like, that, that just shouldn't... If you're averaging <laughs> half the amount of points, that should never be the case. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just to see... The moment it's it flicked because in that 15 16 season it was like okay he's shooting double digits every game from now on and there's no turning back yeah 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 i don't know i think steph curry's entering my top five like all time all time damn like, i like that fucking hell it, it's definitely because i'm watching him every other day <laughs> and watching him is just absolutely absurd but i don't like I think of all of the players of the last 20 years. Obviously, he's the one who's changed the league the most. But it's not like he like set this bar for everyone to meet. Like He set it so high that nobody can meet yeah, it. Like, yeah. Everybody is constantly trying to do what Steph does. And nobody is even really coming close. Um, and yeah, if this guy... like If the Warriors go to the finals again this year, and then, fuck, they could come back next year just as good. Like I mean, obviously, Steph and more likely Draymond and then possibly Clay are all going to get worse in the next few seasons. <laughs> like, I don't think that core is going to be, uh, you know, making finals when they're all, when they're 36, 37, mm. 38. But like, you know, four championships in seven years or whatever. That's, that's, that's like serious top 10 of all time mm. uh, achievements. But the way he's done it for me, like, elevates him just that little bit further. I'm yep. not confirming anything. I'm not confirming anything. He has to anything. win that fourth one as well. Yeah, yeah I, know, <laughs> I know. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, watch out. Watch out for Steph on, on you know, a Mount Rushmore in the future. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Uh, and everyone 
everyone in the arena knows the Warriors are trying to get Steph a three-pointer, mm. and he's shot 7,000 in his career. <laughs> like, he's attempted that many, and everyone's trying to stop it. Yeah. And he's still getting them up. Um, another thing that really just just puzzles me still is how many times he has open threes. <laughs> it should be zero times in a year, and he has, like, two open threes in a game. But it's just, like, he's so good at getting open. Yeah. Like, I don't know. How many times has James Harden actually taken open three? Like, <laughs> like, they're all, you know, contested or, like, off the dribble. But, yeah, Steph is just always so fucking blind wide open. It's, yeah. it's because he's just sprinting around trying to find his spot on the floor. Like, yeah. Whenever he doesn't have the ball. Um, and it, yeah, I don't, you don't, you don't see that work ethic. Sorry. You don't see that like off ball work ethic in Trey Young, for example. Yeah. You know, I mean, you never see Trey Young. You don't see ball. it in superstars. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, and, uh, with the open threes also, and also with the threat of his three point shot, I think you can say it about his whole game is like, when do you ever really see him taking, taking a contested shot mm. because of the threat of all these different things the, mo- the moment you make the mistake, there's an open two, an open layup, an open floater. And he can make all of them. Yeah. And he's r- actually really, really good at making all of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And his ability to shoot threes has kind of kind of taken away from how good he is at all the other parts yeah. as well. 100%. Like he's Which is crazy to think about. Finisher, elite, yeah. elite. And then his, two- his midi is money. Like, yeah. <laughs> he-, he, takes it- he takes it so weirdly as well. He takes it like... He takes it like the inverse of NBA players. Like usually their their faders and stuff come from the mid range, and mm. their set shot comes from three. But his faders come from three, and his his set shot comes from the mid range. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's like really really good at all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing is like you know okay Trey Young three point threat, but also just insanely good at getting to the room and insanely good at finishing. And he's like mm. oh I'll do that. And Steph Steph is just shunned. <clears throat> Steph has just shunned those like those areas of his talent. In, fa- in favor of the much more exciting talent of hitting fucking 35 foot threes. Um, going down the list of all-time three-pointers made as well, if you if you look at the effective field goal percentage and the true shooting percentage, he's also first in both of those yeah, things. Yeah. And like by far. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. You forget his 50-40-90 was 50-45-90. Oh, 30 points a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was that also? And 34 minutes. So per 36, it's even higher. Absurd. Absolutely absurd. I'd go. I'd, I'd take him on my team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Who do you want next on the on the news guard lottery? If you go for an ex Boston Celtics point guard or Fat Freddy, <laughs> let's go for one of the ex Boston Celtics. <laughs> oh man, Kyrie Irving. Uh, <laughs> just like fucking set up punchline. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. For anyone that, that hasn't heard, you surely have. But Kyrie, well, the Nets, got, the Nets got granted an exemption to play Kyrie because they had so many players on their disabled well, players I, list. Well, I think it was more like the organization made an exception to their own rule. Yeah. Being like, we'll, okay, we, we'll, we'll play him in games that he's available for, which are away yeah. games, essentially. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they needed, yeah, they needed players to fill their roster. And then he comes back and gets covid like 18 hours later. <laughs> it writes itself. It's... It actually writes itself. <laughs> um, like, I don't know. I, I had so much respect for the Nets organization not playing Kyrie this year. Like, God, that is so hard to let that much money and that many points sit on the bench yeah. uh, for 82 instead of 41 games. 
but now I'm kind of like, yeah, you deserve this. (laughs) This is your comeuppance. You should have stuck to your guns. Like, I know you were scared. Uh, and fair enough, you know, like your your Paddy Mills and your bum squad lost to the Orlando Magic, <laughs> like the Orlando Magic, who also had nine players out last week. Um, but yeah, like th- this was never going to be a sustainable thing. And he's probably going to come back and play in like a week anyway, right? Like when he gets better from COVID, they're going to play him. They're going to want to play him. They've yep. already made that decision. <laughs> um, also, did you hear he was actually open to the idea of getting vaccinated? I. I- I didn't hear that. But it was it was a plant-based vaccination. Oh. <laughs> it was like as if it could get any more <laughs> any more Kyrie Irving. That's Kyrie like a, Irving. That's like a boomer Facebook joke. Like, yeah, <laughs> Kyrie Irving's gonna get vaccinated with a bloody vegan vaccine or something. The bloody weirdo. I don't know where. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. NewYorkPost.com. Kyrie Irving could might be swayed to take plant-based COVID vaccine in works. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Golly gosh. Quit it. Quit. Quit it. <laughs> Quit basketball. I don't know. Go to go to Dallas. They'll they'll <laughs> they'll like you down there. I feel like you'd fit in in the awful workplace culture of the, <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> um yeah, this is hilarious. It's it's I'm sorry to laugh at your pain, but I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. I'm really not sorry at all. TheDeepChew.com is your one-stop shop for everything NBA-related. Want weekly in-depth articles tackling some of the NBA's biggest issues and juiciest storylines? We've got you covered. Want a podcast that brings a fresh perspective to the league's current events? We've got you covered. We're like the ringer, only less problematic. So for anything and everything NBA, head to TheDeepChew.com and yes, it really is that simple. Um, should we go to Isaiah? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, the quick Kyrie stop. Yeah, what was it? what was what was his deal? He's playing again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, a couple a couple days after dropping some stupid number in the G League, uh, like pretty much any thirty two to thirty four year old player who probably shouldn't have been playing basketball for the last two years, Isaiah Thomas has declared himself for the G League uh, showcase on December nineteenth to December twenty second. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and then uh, soon after, he signed a ten-day contract with the Lakers. Uh, yeah, a hardship, you know, a hardship allowance, or whatever the fuck they're calling it. <laughs> um, and what, just what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, have you seen him play? Yeah, I watched. I watched the um, Free Dawkins highlights of his, oh, his nineteen so points off the bench. Yeah, I mean, he's sick. Like, he's <laughs> such a good scorer. Um, he's still so good at like what he's good at. Uh, and I didn't see any of this when he was playing for the Pels last year. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, you know, he gets to the rim, you know, he hits those nice running floaters. He gets, the, he got to the foul line heaps. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he can hit a three when necessary. He's, you know, playmaking isn't his forte now. Um, but that's kind of fine. Like the Lakers have too many playmakers yeah. <laughs> anyway. But, you know, I think... The sort of the Instagram chorus of like, he's a bucket, he's a bucket. It just, it doesn't ring true. This guy isn't going to win LA any basketball games. Mm. Yeah. I think that he's a bucket's unfair on him. Yeah. Definitely. And just the whole, the whole situation. But, uh, it, it, it very quickly wasn't like Isaiah Thomas's return mm. for me. And very quickly it was just like, oh, he's really fitting in. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. And he was taking really good shots. I feel. And he kind of already has gotten into some form of ry- rhythm. Mm. And 
you're not mad when he misses a shot. Mm. Like, he doesn't take those boneheaded shots like Westbrook takes. Yeah, yeah, um, okay, yeah. And then there was one play, it could have been against the Bulls, where he was coming down the right wing, and he just pulled, like, they were going for a two-for-one. And he just pulled a three on, I'm pretty sure it was DeMar, and he just netted it. And it was like, that's kind of like, that's what he was doing in Boston yeah. when he was in his prime. Yeah. Um, like, that's not some fluke. Like, that's part yeah. of his game. Yeah. And I... I don't think they'll hang on to him, but I, 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 I actually like him as uh, someone that can put pressure on the scoreboard. Yeah. Okay. I I take that point. I just I don't think he's like the right player for the Lakers. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I think, man, I feel like LeBron just sees things on TV or the internet and goes like, oh, we should we should do that. Like, there's got to be so many uh, players who could fill the gap. Um, with the hardship exemption better than Isaiah yeah. available just for 10 days you know just like a body you can put on the floor to like defend doesn't have to hit that many shots yeah. you know what it doesn't have doesn't have to take that many shots but it's like yeah he's like oh man you know IT's in the G League yeah we gotta get we gotta get, 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 get him in here um, and it just it's just it's just like another big name as well like just yeah. sign some nobody to, <laughs> to play 20 minutes a night for you. Like, that's what you need when you're getting a hardship exemption. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 not even like, you know, the Bucks signing Boogie where it's like, okay, this guy's past his prime, but he's actually like filling the thing that they're lacking at the moment. Whereas the Lakers are kind of lacking like perimeter to defense and they signed a 5'8 guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a fair point. Yeah, the, the D is always going to be... Yeah. Um, Kind of the priority if you're bringing someone in next to yeah. LeBron. I'm not even going to name the other two guys anymore. <laughs> it's going to be on LeBron, Melo to be handy off the yeah. bench. The 3 and D players to um, just even be the slightest bit below average. Because like, that would be awesome for the mm, team mm. if they made that improvement. Mm. Um, those two guys have to go, man. Zero and three have to go. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, but they're just like... Yeah, where do you move Russ? Who wants Russ? Nobody wants Russ. <laughs> and even AD, it's like, okay, he's this fucking awesome, incredible talent who isn't playing how he should be playing. Yeah. And to get him, you'd have to, you know, you'd have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm. basically. So, uh, yeah, I don't... It's sad, like, this season might be a write-off. <laughs> yeah, I think that... I think that... I think that... That's fair. Yeah. Um... And LeBron, but LeBron still seems like the best, like he could be the best player on a ring now. Yeah. It's just a shocking situation. Yeah. And this is his fault, I think. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. Every single, every single offseason move that this team made, it just, it just has to have LeBron scrawled all over it. Yeah. Even in season. Even in season. <laughs> like, oh my fucking God. Um, um, the other thing uh, about IT is, did you see when he called uh, Josh Okogie a P word, A word, B word? <laughs> Wait, IT? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Oh, maybe. It's just like, you know, bumped into each other like at a dead ball and he just turned around and was like, scared, bitch. <laughs> nice. Um, Imagine IT saying that to you. I know. I know. Like to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, like I'm Josh Okogie's height, right? Like, well, he, nah, Okogie would be like six, four, five. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm like something like that. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're about the same. Um, but yeah, just um, uh, yeah, another fake tough guy on the Lakers. Oh, it. <laughs> yeah. Who else? Morris. 
No, yeah. they don't have oh, Morris. Oh man, anymore. they don't have the Morrises anymore. Yeah. Um, I feel like Dwight's like a fake tough guy these days. That, I think that's fair. I think Dwight, Dwight could could be the t- but the tier above. Yeah, like the Morris, right, right? If there are tears within fake tough, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, think... There are definitely tears within. Fake, fake, <laughs> yeah. Fake okay. Fake okay. Tough. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Rondo. Like Rondo's. Oh man. I mean, however you feel about Rondo, you feel about Rondo. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a bit of a weasel. Um. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Cool. Uh, we got one more. One more thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why do we have two? Because we got to talk about Fred Van Vliet. Oh my God. We fucking Van raced Vliet. through this. Yeah, we didn't have anything to talk about, to be fair. This is really going to be a short episode. Well, yeah, I guess let's talk about Fred Van Vliet. He said he was in a post-game interview. He just missed out on triple-double, and uh, he said, my teammates don't give me the Westbrook treatment Um, because he was a couple of rebounds off. What have you say about this? I feel like... I feel like he was just trying to be cheeky. Yeah. And it came off as, like, you know, shots fired. Yeah. Sh- shady, shady. Um, if he said it in a shots fired, shady, shady way, like, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just such unnecessary shade at Russ. But, yeah, I think it, I think, I think think he was just... I think he was just being a little bit tongue-in-cheek in it. He looked, he looks kind of shocked after he said it. Like, you know, like, oh, I didn't mean that to come out that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do like how little hesitation he had in saying it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so natural and, like... You know what? It feels like it's just, like, that's how players around the league view Russ. Yeah. And have, yeah. have viewed him over the past few seasons. Well, you'd fucking... You'd see it on the court. You'd be like... Yeah. You would just be like, oh, I'm getting boxed out, even though I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> 10 metres from the rim. Yeah. Because Russell Westbrook is standing underneath it, yeah. you know? At first, I thought it was just a really annoying trash talk. Mm. Um, but then when I watched the interview, it was kind of like, yeah, it was quite innocent yeah. and it wasn't, there wasn't any like venom in it. Um, and it doesn't seem like Fred Van Vliet would be like, like looking for beef. No, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, he's, but he's got that kind of like, I don't want to call it fake swagger, but that like, he's got that, that like intentional swagger about him. Mm, you know? Like mm. when he hits a shot, he loves to like puff his chest out a little bit and sort of like, yeah. Know, yeah. He'd buy, like, the outfit that's on a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter how cool it is, you don't buy that. But he, do- he does. He's got so many skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just some distressed. Yeah, yeah. Ripped. Um, the one where the wog's wearing. It's just, like, all those lines on the knees. <laughs> um, the other thing I think is, I don't think... I think Russ would hear that and be like, ah, that's funny. You know? Nah, Russ would take it personally. Take it personally? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that guy looks lo- looking for beefs. You reckon? Yeah. I feel like he'd see Fred on the court the next time and be like, <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> like that little, the Chris Paul laugh, like the... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 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 what, you reckon we're, we're about to see the birth of a great rivalry here? No, not the birth of a great rivalry. <laughs> Maybe the birth of a forced rivalry. Yeah, right. Um... But I think it could go one of those two ways. Yeah. And I think we should bet a picnic on it. Yeah, okay. You're on. You're on, son. Um, didn't where, know that. Where would you like to go if you win? <laughs> Anywhere with the fucking pagola. <laughs> um, actually, I actually had one more thing. Oh, thank God. Because we're at like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're literally at 26 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, our boy LeBron James hit uh, half of his life in the Oh, NBA. yeah. Um. Mm. And uh, before we talk about, I guess, the enormity of that achievement, 
Um, his, his Twitter reaction to that. Oh my god. <laughs> Man, what? <laughs> the scream emoji, the scream emoji, the scream emoji, the scream emoji, the scream emoji. Oh, that's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, he's been absolutely on one on social media recently. It's been like, it's been like two years. He's been so funny. What the heck is wrong with me out there just having a good time while doing what I love to do? Unbelievable. So PG. Um, I actually thought he'd already passed that. Yeah, right. I, for some reason, thought at the start of this season he had passed. Mm, mm. Like he'd spent more than half of his life in the NBA. Um, but I was wrong and now he has, but you can just imagine, oh man, do you reckon he tweets or someone tweets for him? Oh, he a hundred percent tweets. You reckon, yeah. you reckon he's got a ghostwriter? Nah, nah. <laughs> it's so, it's so like for such a hyper manicured guy yeah. when it comes to media, mm. it's so not like anything you've ever yeah. seen if anywhere else in the world. Isn't that so funny that like the two biggest players in the league, LeBron and KD, so obviously in charge of their own social media. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see KD tweeted last week? Skip Bayless was talking about. Um, he was trying to like Skip was trying to make some beef between KD and LeBron, and he was taking KD's side. And KD just replied to it, "Man, I really don't like you." <laughs> <laughs> they're just uh, they're complete opposite energy. LeBron yeah. is. Such a dad. A daddy just discovered emojis. Yeah. And Katie's a daddy. Like half his <laughs> fucking life on the internet. Like being yeah. mean to people. <laughs> yeah. Um I love on those some of the some of LeBron's tweets where he'll just like <laughs> he'll add something to start it, like that adds context but no one cares about. Like, man, just got off a just got off a jet and found this piece of news out. Like <laughs> why do you need to add that? <laughs> Stepped out of chapel for one one moment to catch my breath. And I found out Steph broke the record. What? Um, but yeah, I feel like it's a, vari- it's a variety you don't get enough of. Like, I feel like young stars, they look like they run their own social medias, but they don't. Like, it's, yeah. it's some like 25-year-old marketing guy who like listens to future way too much and just <laughs> <laughs> tweets like hustle and grind and hip-hop lyrics and shit like that yeah or you're like steph who i don't know i feel like i feel like this isn't based on any fact but i'm sure half of his social media quotes have a like bible quote underneath them <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, steph could really oh no nah, he's too good for this but if he was like if he was just a three points leader mm. But he was still just as good as basketball, mm. but no rings, no MVPs, no any other accolades, mm. just three-point leader, still just as good as basketball, no tangible accolades. I can imagine him having like 429,000 Instagram followers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Like that's one of the it. greatest players of all time yeah. in the social media generation. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Trevor Ariza mm. has like 40,000 followers. No, how do really? you How do you even manage that as a 15-year NBA player? But like, how many people do you know who, who go like, oh, I'm a huge Trevor Ariza fan? Like, Enough. <laughs> At least, come on, surely 100,000. Yeah, but I feel like Trevor Ariza is the sort of player that like, if you follow basketball players on Instagram, you're not like a Trevor Ariza fan. Well, when you put Trevor Reese into Instagram, the seventh thing that comes up is Trevor Reese Instagram. What are the first six? Um, <laughs> stats, net worth, rings, teams, and injury. Ads for frozen yogurt. 
<laughs> and it doesn't even come up with his. What? Does he not have an Instagram? No, it's like Young Hefe One or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh man, we gotta we gotta keep a chronicle of all the basketball players' handles that like. If you didn't know what they were and it didn't have their real name attached to, to it as well, you would have no idea who it was. <laughs> like, what's Paul George's? Um, YG Trees. Yeah. All right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tyler Hero, No Limit Hero. Yeah, right. And no, then it's borderline. Thomas Bryant is No Limit TB. Damn. Or No There's Limit. There's No Limit like their, 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 their agency or something? <laughs> no, surely not their agency. Surely like they... The group of friends <laughs> Thomas Bryant and Tyler Hero Are besties you reckon I don't think they're besties <laughs> But you know they might go to the same parties yeah. They'll catch up whenever Whenever Tyler's in Maryland you know. Like. <laughs> um, what's that show that's been popping lately With the real estate agents Oh uh, Selling Sunshine Selling Sell- Sunset Selling Sunset yeah yeah, yeah yeah Thomas Bryant was on that a couple of weeks ago No, oh, So it was um <laughs> Not a basketball player, French Montana. <laughs> I, don't know why. I don't know why that sparked that in me. Have you seen that show? I've me and Alex have watched a few episodes. True. I could not get into it at all. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I haven't been on TV for a good year, probably a year. Now. Really? Yeah. No way. I've watched some really good TV shows recently. Squid Games. Squid Games was pretty good. Um, Successions was pretty good. <laughs> do they? Do they want to hear this? <laughs> You guys want to hear Squid Games is pretty good. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's, like a, that's a pleasurable for. sentence, right? Well, speaking of paying for, <laughs> ah. um, we 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 have to. It'll be here in a couple of days. I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm still I'm skeptical that they're going to arrive in time. But yeah, I I because they're coming from China. Yeah. Um, and I googled Express China to Australia, China to Melbourne, and they said three days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no way. It's just, it's too close to Christmas. Right before. You know? The UPS office, then, you know, it's it's Christmas Eve, 3 p.m. They're not going to clear it through customs. They're going to have their fucking eggnog or whatever. Bullshit. <laughs> I know, so right? Unfair. I know. Um, but uh, when you're listening to this episode, there should be an Instagram post up with a little, some little previews of them. Yeah. Maybe I've bothered to do a Photoshop or something. Like have you? That. <laughs> no, but I can do one when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you if you want to pre-order one, uh, just DM us, send us an email, send us a text. Most of you probably have our numbers or like yeah. our Facebook addies or something like that. Um, should we collect money now? Yeah, we can collect money whenever. Yeah, really. you guys can pay now if you like. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if they arrive, if they arrive like Christmas Eve morning, I anyone who has purchased one, I will drop one off to you on that day. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. I'll yeah, come. Yeah, because I'm not doing anything else on that day. Yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, you know, uh, if you're around Christmas, New Year, into the New Year, fucking we'll drop it off to you anyway. Yeah, how about that, man? How about that? Where do you get that sort of service? Bloody Australia Post. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's could be our worst episode ever. <laughs> I don't think it was bad. It was just it was just no. lacking. It wasn't bad, but if there was one to miss, it'd be this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't you wish you knew that thirty five minutes ago? Wow, <laughs> the intro's still going. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next week. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of the JVG NBA Tribute Show, hosted by Marco Holden Jeffrey and Lucas Petridis. Our theme song is written and performed by Pascal Ducasse, production by Mock B.
Follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and on Twitter at JVG NBA for more NBA content. The JVG NBA Tribute Show. New episodes every Wednesday at 7 a.m. And turn around, reach for the sky, not touch the ground.